Parker. And it's your girl, Shakira B. And, and we are the Bougetto Podcast. Woo! The Bougetto Podcast is a dialogue between two best friends taking on the challenge to break barriers, end generational stigmas, and defy gravity. We are modern-day African-American women transcending stereotypes. Y'all didn't know we knew those words, did y'all? Okay. It's time for the praise break of the week. And for those of you who don't know, the praise break of the week is anything that happened to you that was worth a run and a shout of praise. So, Parker, what was your praise break of the week? So, my praise break of the week is that we have some exciting news. I don't know if any of you all know, but Broccoli City is coming to D.C., in yes. April, we are super excited. There are some hot artists that are going to be coming to the city. Um, and we have some great things that are cooking up with that. Also with the Startup Nest. So that's just my praise break for the week. I'm just excited for a lot of things that are taking place and brewing in the pot. Cooking, 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 cooking. You know what I'm saying? Cooking okay. in the pot. So if you haven't got your ticket for Broccoli City yet, be sure to do so. You don't want to miss it. It's going to be great. We'll be at FedEx Field. Yes. Um, April 27. I know. It's going to be the bomb. Participating in the Broccoli Con. I'm excited. Yeah, I am too. So y'all stay tuned for some amazing stuff coming with that. And it's a great thing because it's not just about the music, but they're really big on the social action piece as well, which is important. You know, as millennials, we really are trying to merge multiple worlds. So it's a great thing. Yes. So, Shakiki, what was your praise break of the week? So, my praise break of the week, guys, I met two amazing, like, I met one and I saw another. So, let me rephrase that. I actually got to go to Howard's campus where I heard Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi speak, Madam Speaker. It was great. It was awesome. Absolutely loved it. Y'all know I love politics. And then also at work, I also got to meet and hear Ambassador Ruth Davis speak. Oh my gosh, y'all. This woman is a boss. Like, when I say boss, I mean like boss, 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 boss. Like the most, one of the most bossiest black women I have ever (laughs) met. Seriously, like. I just cannot explain it. Like, she is really amazing. So let me just read some things about her, y'all. So, she's a United States diplomat and ambassador, of course. She's also the 24th Director General of the United States Foreign Service. And she was also the first woman of color to be appointed to the Director General of Foreign Service and the first African-American Director of the Foreign Service Institute. And 2002, she became a career member of the Senior Foreign Service and a career ambassador, the first and only black woman to ever reach that level. Y'all, that's where I'm trying to be. I just absolutely was in awe. And she spoke to me, we took pictures, and she gave me some advice. It was so good. And going into what we're about to talk about soon, just know that the preparation phase has a purpose. Oh, yes. When you're not prepared, you miss out on the opportunity. Mm-hmm. And I don't know who I'm speaking to right now, but get prepared. Yeah. Get things lined up. Go get that suit for that job. Go get, you know, a new car for when your new commute is about to start. Because it's coming, but it always doesn't end up being what it needs to be because we're not prepared to give what God is going to give us. He's going to give it. Mm-hmm. We don't have to worry about that. It's going to happen. Yes. So that's just a tidbit for me. Preparation, y'all. 
Come on, somebody. So that ties great into our topic. Yes. So we have a wonderful topic. You know, we said that we'll be doing once a month a fruit of the spirit for everyone. We just um, feel like when we talked about patience, people really, really love that. Um, And this is something that we study in our day-to-day life in general. So why not share it with our podcast listeners? So drum roll, please. The topic of today is going to be faithfulness. Ooh, faithfulness. Yes. Come on. Faithfulness. Faithful. Faithful, faithful is our God. Hey! Faithful. Hey! Okay, sorry. Come on now. <laughs> faithful. He's faithful. Yes. So, faithfulness. And faithfulness from the standpoint of having faith, I know that they say that from the, what is it, the uh, Greek translation, faithful and faithfulness comes from the same Greek word. Like the Greek word is the meaning for both of them, if that makes sense. Yes, it's pisties. Yes, pisties. So we know that faith is what? Hebrews 11. Come on, somebody. Come on, which is one of my favorite Hebrews, favorite, 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 favorite chapters in the Bible, ultimately, because it really just goes through and it talks about all of the, I guess you can say the apostles and all of God's, you know, warriors in the Bible of how they were faithful, like Mm -hmm. their journey throughout life and how ultimately the faithfulness is not necessarily seeing what you're supposed to see on earth. Mm-hmm. That's not the ultimate reward. Yep. Faith is a substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Come on, somebody. Come on. And with that being said, please remove from your vocabulary, I believe it when I see it. Ooh, high five on that one. That's a good one. Yeah. And that is where this kind of came from because I got convicted the other day by saying this like, well, I just believe it when I see it. Mm. Actually, you're not going to ever see it because you got to have faith. You you have to have have faith. faith. Your belief and your faith powers and drives your whole entire life. life, Literally. It is the it is the fuel in the in the engine yes you can have you the going. greatest you can have a dog on g-wagon <laughs> i mean the the car of all cars you can have a mercedes-benz a beamer whatever however if that joker don't have no gas baby you're not going nowhere. nowhere and that's the same thing with us yep if you don't have, you could have the greatest ideas. You could have the greatest resources. You could have money. But if you don't have the belief and the faith, it, you're not going to go anywhere. Because faith is what is that bridge in between yes, each destination. Come on, somebody. It's the bridge from where you are to where I want to be. Hey! Come on, somebody. And yes, you are going to look crazy preparing yep. on this side. For what is all the way over there and it's no bridge in between that you can possibly see. Yeah, you're going to look crazy. So did Noah look crazy building an ark for 40 years and it was no rain. It was a drought. 
Come on now. So did Moses look crazy going yeah. back to try to free some slaves. Okay. Come on, somebody. Like, Come on. Go back for? We what? left. Right. You gonna go so, back to Pharaoh? Come on. <laughs> Okay, faith is important, y'all. Seriously, like, and of course, it's human nature to feel some type of way. Like, I look crazy believing for this. Like, this just don't even make any sense. No. And I told y'all, I told Shakira the other day or whatever. I was texting her about something because Shakira has some of the greatest faith ever, y'all. Like, she will put out something out there that is just like this. Sound crazy as hell, but she wholeheartedly (laughs) believes it and will speak on it so much that it genuinely manifests. And things start coming to her. Come on, I can't talk about things it. Things start detail. coming. Yes, yes. A, Come NBA on, somebody. Sign, right. Something happened, and I was like, "What?" Yes. I, yes, I can talk about it with the ambassador thing. I yes. can say that. So I just had started talking to Parker. I was like, I don't know why God is showing me and telling me I need to be, you know, preparing. Uh, basically, to you know, work on going overseas. Start, you know, looking up languages, countries. All the different type of things. Next thing you know, I get an email talking about this program about African-American trailblazers in diplomacy. And I'm like, oh, my God, I have to go through this. Mm -hmm. Then next thing you know, last year, someone had me reach out to a guy at my job that is over this um, luncheon network group at my uh, job, which is like a lot of pristine um, African-Americans at the department or whatnot. We never did get together. We were supposed to meet up two, three times. And I was just like, you know what? Whatever. Like, it's going to happen when it's supposed mm-hmm. to happen. I kid you not. I go up to Ambassador Ruth Davis. She tells me, oh, here's Ricardo right here. This is who you need to speak to. I've been looking for you for a year, sir. Mm-hmm. But when I started really putting everything into action and I'm preparing myself God is aligned. What was he going to send Ricardo for? And I hadn't looked up nothing about the Foreign Service. Right. Hadn't looked up nothing about countries, nothing. What was he going to send him for? Mm-hmm. For what? Exactly. And like Parker said, when you have the faith to start putting things in action, and we don't mean faith like, oh, I'm believing. I really believe in over here. <laughs> no, we talking about faith like you out here doing stuff and you ain't even got the job yet. Ooh, you researching stuff. Shakira, you looking up stuff. You putting stuff into motion. Hello. You contacting people. Hello. You networking. Yeah. All of that. It's going to come together. Like, yeah. seriously. I just can't explain it. Like, I'm, you know, currently writing stuff down because I just have to write my life out because some of the stuff people ain't gonna believe people not gonna believe i'm telling y'all i was sitting over here telling people everyone who is in my close circle knows exactly the name of the job that i work for probably like six months before i even started working for them because i kept speaking on it like sometime soon i'm gonna start working for them like i'm not going to my parents wanted me to go out of town with them and i'm like no because i'm gonna be starting my job y'all the weekend they were out of town i started my job that monday literally like just continuing to speak it out and it sounds crazy and people are just like you waiting on it for this long even (laughs) some of my family members were like oh man they might have saw something they didn't like about you and just don't know how to say it like just crazy stuff or whatever putting stuff out there but no I continue to believe and continue to have faith and continue to make sure that it was another person actually who offered me a full-time position um working with them um 
in Annapolis. And I was just like, no, I know that my job is coming. It just hasn't come yet. And I told them that I would work with them part time, but I wouldn't work with them full time. Y'all literally everything that I said, it came to pass. And y'all know your girl started her job in January. And I would have been sitting up here looking crazy. Like, oh, I ain't gonna sit up here and wait around and look dumb and be sitting up here waiting on a job and it don't come through. Yeah, it did come through. It just had to come through in its own timing. So we have to have faith. Literally, our faith powers everything. Like our faith and our belief, it it creates avenues that you just never would have known have existed. Like, it, and it helps you to prepare. Like Shakira was talking about. Like, why is God gonna sit up here and show you something? First off, okay, let's talk about it, and we can go through scripture with Jesus. Jesus said, "Fools have to be shown something before they believe me." He's, but he still, he still would do miracles and things of that nature. But he said, you have to be a fool and you're a baby to have to be shown things or whatever before you see things. So you have to mature and get some maturity and really know that, you know what? My, my faith is bringing this thing into action. Yes. My yes. faith is my faith is manifesting this thing. My faith is bringing this thing into fruition. And yeah, it's gonna sound crazy. Yeah, it's not gonna make sense. No, I I guarantee you. But hey, guess what? People didn't believe it when Jesus said that he was going to be with the Father. Come on. Hey, you know, like at the end of the day. You have to trust and believe in what it is that you know is for you. That's true to your heart. What God has placed in your heart and your faith. Get the work in it. Yes, it does. And we also know that also that faithfulness is also a part of the fruit of the spirits. And so with that being said, God really wants us to work on manifesting the fruits of the spirits. And we're going to go back to Galatians 5. 22 and 23, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things, there is no law. Guess what? There is no law to believe crazily. Oh, she Come on. Come on. There is no law. There is no law. Oh, God. I'm going to be a billionaire. Hey, who told you that you couldn't think big? Who told you you couldn't believe big? Oh, God, this is And we have to remove that. It is a spirit to think large. Some people are like, who does Beyonce think she is? Guess what? Beyonce is who she is because she knew who she was going to be. Bill Gates is who he is because he knew who he was going to be. Come Warren on. Buffett is who he is because he knew who he was going to yeah, be. Yeah. All of these people faith have faith. If you look at if you read their stories, Parker know I love reading people's stories mm-hmm. about their lives. If you look at their they put their faith in action. And like we go back to say, like some people keep talking about uh, well, you know, I'm believing in God and I'm this is this. Are you? Mm. Are you? Are you really truly believing in God? Because if you can't believe for a small thing, is God going to provide a meal for you? It ain't no way you can believe that God even exists. Ooh. And I don't know who I'm talking to. I don't know who I'm convicting. Mm-hmm. There is no way. There's no way. Good There's God no almighty. way. If you can't believe in the small, minute things yep. of life, yep. how are you going to believe that he even exists? Exactly. That's the ultimate Come thing. Come on, believe somebody. In God. Thank you. 
Literally, I think somewhere in Matthews it talks about if he takes care of the sparrows in the sky. Come on. Why would he not take care of you? If they don't have to worry about what they're going to eat, if they don't have to worry about, if he will take care of those things, why would he not take care of you? Ooh, come on, somebody. And the thing that's amazing to really think about, so when we're talking about fruits of the spirit, that means a fruit. When you will, I'll break it down. Fruit is literally from you know trees and stuff like that so when you are intimate if you're married you know okay if you're intimate with your husband the fruit of you all's loins is a child right okay so if you are intimate with god you receive the fruits of these spirits if that makes sense so it's an amazing thing that your big ideas are a manifestation of your closeness with God. Ooh, come on, good God Almighty. Come on, somebody. That's a word. That's a word. Your, your big dreams and ideas are an indicator that Ooh. you have been close with God. So if your dreams are too small, you're thinking too small, you're doubting too much, that's an indication that it's time for you to draw back closer to him. him. Come on. That's an indicator that it's time for you to to, to get near. Oh, come on, somebody. Literally, the fruit is a, a, a big dream. That's amazing. That's amazing to believe that. You can do something so crazy. Like, really think about it. When my parents, sometimes I have older parents, y'all. So when they talk about when computers didn't exist and cell phones didn't exist, all this stuff, this is stuff that like people dreamed of. And somebody decided, hey, I'm just, I'm going to do it. That, mm-hmm. That's literally what it is. The internet, all of this stuff. Someone stepped up and said, hey, I have this dream. Hey. I'm going to do it. Because don't get it twisted. That dream has floated in so many different minds. How many yes, of y'all know that you've thought about something and thought and about it so many times somebody and somebody else yes. made it happen? Come on, somebody. Yes, because God has to keep the world going. He's not going to be waiting on you to do something. Thank you. I don't know why some people be like... Well, that was my dream. That was my... Okay, well, you took too long. <laughs> right. You were sitting on it. You were the man with that went and buried the talent. Ooh, come on. Have y'all heard that story? You didn't go and do anything with it. There's a story of, of, of a man giving out talents. He gave one to someone. He gave five to another. He gave another number to someone else. And the person that he gave one to, they decided to go and bury it and save it instead of using it and growing it. Come yeah. on, somebody. You just over here. You went and buried it. And God was trying to get you to grow it and manifest it into something totally different or to actually complete it. Like, no. So, y'all. It, faith. Yes. Oof. Exactly. And with that being said, you know, we're going to move into our favorite. I love this website. It's called Life, Hope, and Truth. Shout out to y'all. It's really good. I go on there oftentimes when I want to, you know, sit and read and, you know, learn more about various um, scriptures or about various parts of the Bible. It even talks about talks about God, Bible, life, and also prophecy. I know prophecy, that's my favorite. But <laughs> um, We're going to go into this, like they said. So it says, we grow in faith as we use the power God gives us through his spirit to obey him and build a relationship with him, like Parker was just saying. Faith in God grows in us as it did in Abraham as we see that God will always do what he has promised. Mm. 
So faithfulness would include being full of belief and confidence in God that all he will do is promised. Yeah, he already has made the promises. He's mm-hmm. not going to go back. Mm-mm. We have to have the faith and know like, you know what, God, right mm-hmm. now, it ain't looking like what you didn't show me. But oh. I'm still believing. I am still believing. And so faith is what keeps us from believing that we are all here on earth by accident. Come on. Mm. You are not here by accident. You are not here by chance. Hello. I said all the time, you have purpose. There is a reason that God has placed you here. It assures us of our creator's existence and love. Faith involves the way we live. Paul said we must walk by faith and not by sight. Faithless includes loyalty too. In Titus, towards the end of a list of qualifications for ministers, Paul says that an elder should be holding fast the faithful word as he's been taught that he may be able by sound doctrine and conviction. Holding fast the faithful word means remaining loyal to what we have learned from the word of God. So we're going to go into loyalty with God and moving that into faith. So how many of us, how many of us have refer to superstition practices mm. have referred to let me just fall up under this person because they gonna bring me along their journey Ooh. bring me along their way let me this sleep with this person because they gonna get me something come on well that is not being loyal to no. god you do not have to give of yourself in certain type of ways for any Thing. Let me tell y'all, I moved to Baltimore. It's only been a year. Yeah. And people have been like, Shakira, how have you met these people? It's been God. Yeah. It, it, it really has not been me. It has been God, my discernment, and my ability to listen to him and have faith that, God, I know you didn't bring me out here for no reason. Yeah. I know you brought me out here to do your work. And I yeah. really, truly believe that with my whole entire heart. And I am loyal to him. Yeah. I'm not believing that. One person, a man, anything is the key to is anything. The key to anything. No. It's and not. you you are loyal to his will. Yes. Over your own. Yeah. A lot of people do not realize I'm telling y'all, a lot of people think we are swindlers. A lot of people think <laughs> seriously, a lot of people are like, I wonder what their MO is. Like, what are they up to? What are they doing? All this stuff. You know what I'm doing? I listen to what God tells me every single day. And I know that nothing that God has for me is locked up in a whole other person. I don't have to do anything. Now, don't get it twisted. He may have you serve other people. He may have you sow into other other people. people. He may have you working for other people for free until it it manifests into something else. But he's not going to have you sitting over here. It's so many people. Yeah, demeaning demeaning yourself, diminishing yourself, doing things where you're sleeping with somebody. You're, you know, trying to lie, steal, kill, destroy, doing drugs. Yeah, all crazy stuff to get into a certain place. Wherever it is that he has for you to get to, you will get there and it will be effortless. As long as you seek his will and not your own and not 
not personal gain. Nobody that we have met, it has been about, oh, I'm purposely seeking you out so that I can gain something for myself. If that's what you're thinking in your mind, you have no idea what God is trying to lead you to. And the path that he may take you on may have been greater than you seeking this little bitty stuff from this person. Be genuine and be loyal to God above selfish endeavors. Yes. Come on. This is good. So we have a little bit of a questionnaire here that talks about basically how to examine faithfulness within Mm. yourself. So question to ask yourself, how loyal am I to God? Like we just said, are you, you know, following other people? Are you trying to you know, do anything to be in the in crowd, whatever. Also, does my faith place God as the first priority in my life? Come on. Mm -hmm. Get me started on this one. You've got to make God a priority. Seriously. And that means talking to him, spending time with him, reading your Bible, reading your word, listening to him. Come on, faith comes by hearing. Come Mm -hmm. on. Hearing comes by the word of God. God, yes. You have to continue to listen to it, say it, speak it, all of those things. And is he number one? Before I'm over here calling Parker, am I talking to God first? Ooh, say it again. Now that's a word. Come on, I'm going to have to come back and convict myself. Like, why do I even ask her anything? Mm Because now I'm pissed. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's the truth. It always be like yep, that. You should have talked to God. Time, I don't talk to God first. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But when I talk to God first, it allows me to really, truly be like, okay, I'm hearing you, God. So if I am seeking advice from someone else, it's confirmation. Yep. It's not going to change the direction that I'm trying to go mm-hmm. that you have already placed me on. Mm-hmm. And we have to really be careful with that because we have to put him a priority in all things, like I said. Before you calling your mom, before you calling your brother, ask God first. Right. Are you up in the morning? Do you have some type of scripture you're reading? Are you praising him in the morning, worshiping? Are you tithing before you give any money to anybody else or pay a bill? Have you tithed on the funds that you receive? This is how you place God as a priority in your life. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. And we, oof, we could really talk about tithing, y'all. We're going to do that on another one. We're going to do that on another one. Because I, yeah, I'm going to be quiet on that one. But <laughs> the second one is, um, what was it? What obstacles are there to my faithfulness? So why do I have difficulties trusting God? Do you feel like there's something from your childhood that you may have wanted and experienced? I know one story that was so heartbreaking um, that a friend of mine was telling me with their daughters that their grandmother passed away. And she had always told her daughter that, you know, if you pray for anything, God will do it for you no matter what it is. But of course, her daughter didn't have context. So her daughter was like five years old praying for God to bring her grandmother back from the dead. 
and it didn't happen. So after that, she carried on a deep set disdain for God. And this has gone on for years and years and years. Mm -hmm. And it's just now coming out at this time. A lot of us have experienced hurts and pains like that, but we've never really admitted to them. And those can serve as obstacles in your faith. God, why would I believe you for anything now when I really needed you? You weren't there. When I really needed this, you didn't come through. When I really, and these are things that honestly you have to dig deep within yourself and really have conversations with God and honestly ask him the why's a lot of people grew up in the black church you don't question God you don't that's a lie Mm -mm. no there is scripture to back up that you should ask God and he will give you revelation so let's 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 kill that ideology Really talk to him and ask him and get through to the to the bottom of those barriers and those obstacles and understanding why things have happened or why you interpreted things the way that they have happened for you to be able to move forward in repairing your faithfulness with God, if that makes sense or whatever, and repairing your relationship. And honestly, this part, I do believe that a therapist is a wonderful tool to navigate through yes. this part of um, faithfulness. I do too. This is yeah. great. Um, also, am I satisfied with spiritual evidence or do I always depend on physical evidence for my beliefs? Ooh, Y'all, that's a this good is one. good. Because sometimes everything is not physical, sometimes things are in the spiritual. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Like Parker always and I be like, mm, it was just a shift in the spirit just now. Oh, yes. Literally. And when I literally say that it'd be a shift in the spirit, literally something that I needed, someone that I had been praying for, someone that, I don't know, just randomly reach out to me about something. I'm like, wow, God, you really was listening to me. Yes. You was listening to me. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Literally, like. Everything is not always going to be physical. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not going to be that I'm getting, you know, another raise or I'm getting a promotion or this is this. Sometimes it's like, ooh, I didn't react how I normally reacted to that. (laughs) Thank you, God. And that just goes to show growth in that God is working on your behalf Mm -hmm. in many ways. Yes. And the last one is... What areas of my life are not completely faithful to God and how can I change them? And I want to clarify that this is not just talking about sin. So many people think, oh, I'm not being faithful to God. It has to be about sin. Let's discuss. We are now beyond the New Testament, okay? We're not in the Old Testament anymore. So therefore, if you live by the fruits of the Spirit and you live by the greatest one, which is love, you love God and you love your neighbors, that all covers a multitude of sins and covers all, it satiates all of the laws that were put in out in Leviticus and Moses law, all of that stuff. So I want to be clear about that. The greatest thing beyond all of those things and 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 sacrifice and sin is obedience. Has God told you something and you have not been listening? Come on. That is uh, is is greater. I know they say no sin is greater than another, but that is greater especially in stopping you sacrifice. from your purpose 
and what God's will needs to get done in this earth. Is there something that you feel an unction in your spirit? Some people hear it audibly. Some people feel it as an unction in their spirit or something they continue to think about. However, you feel that you hear from God. And that's something that we'll also have another podcast about as well. Because I know different people have asked us about that also. Um, but however, what is something that you know you're supposed to be doing and you haven't done? And those are the things that you need to surrender to God and be faithful and complete those things. Even if you don't see, I don't understand why I got to do this. I don't understand why you want me to pay all of these tickets off. I don't understand why no. you want me to do this and this and this. Well, let me help y'all understand. It's just like when you're in an airplane, right? Imagine we're all these little ants on the ground. You know, when you're in an airplane, <laughs> it looks like everything on the ground is like oh, ants, yeah. right? When you're on the ground, everything looks so big. You feel like you can see so much, but honestly, you can only see what is virtually right in front of you. God is the one in the airplane that's above and can see what's coming 30 miles out. He can see what's 30 miles behind you. He can see what's happening next, what's coming in every single direction. So if he's telling you to make a step in the direction to the left and you over here standing still, it's just like on the battlefield in the military. You, if you don't move, something could hit you. You don't know what's what's the next step or what's always going on or whatever. So if he's telling you to, it's so many different things, y'all. Oh my God, I could just like, I can't even describe. So many different things that God has told me to do and I haven't been obedient or I have and I saw eventually how that was supposed to come into play with everything yeah. in 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 total what you one day see in part you will see in four or whatever and this i'm only you know i'm young i still haven't seen everything but it's just like i'm already seeing for myself so whatever it is that he's asking you to do or you feel a deep unction to do make sure that you're doing it because i'm sure that it's part a part of something greater in your life yes. and you won't see it until you are obedient to the to first step come on you don't get every step no you get the first one okay you completed that all right now you can get another one you're not gonna get step five and you won't step out to even complete step one no it doesn't work like that no it doesn't work like that at all so exactly and so also we have some tips on how to grow in faithfulness so this is where y'all go get your pen and your pencil Can't do how you said it. Yeah, thanks. Okay. It's my southern woman voice. Okay. So, So, write out a list of reasons we believe the way we believe. Mm. If we are lacking in spiritual evidence in some areas, we can study, pray, and meditate about those areas where we are weak in faith. Yeah, I know one for me personally, I've had to really increase my faith in the area of having a husband. Mm. I will be honest. That is something that at times I don't necessarily have the best faith. I'm like, ah, where he at? I know I'm young, but still ain't nobody in my sight. Nothing. I'm just confused. Mm-hmm. What's going on? Confused yeah. right now. Yeah. But it's something that I have been praying in and then I'm turning over to God because I know like they say I'm not the person that is supposed to be finding the man anyway the man is supposed to find me so Mm -hmm. I know that when I'm close to God and when my husband is close to God he is going to be able to find 
and see and seek my spirit. Mm. So That's that good. is something that I personally would say that I can be honest with y'all where I lack some spiritual faith in that area. Mm-hmm. But I'm increasing it, y'all. Because I believe my husband is coming soon. I yes. mean, you can ask Parker. I was like, I'm praying for what's coming to me. Yes. I'm speaking out what's coming to me. Yes, yes. Husband coming to you soon. And the next one is remember and think about God's faithfulness in every way of life. Sometimes we get so caught up in like, oh, I ain't get what I wanted. It's more than you didn't get what you wanted. What about God protecting you? Come on. It was a car accident that was about to happen and he blocked you from getting in the car accident. Right. What about providing for you? You had a dollar and 98 cents to your name and a stranger randomly was like, oh, I got your lunch. Ooh. Hey! Now that happened to me multiple times. Multiple. Yes, yes, yes. What about forgiveness? Mm-hmm. That you don't have to walk around feeling some kind of way that you done been a backstabber, a gossiper, Ooh. all type of stuff. Or what about the promise of eternal life and that his kingdom coming of peace? We cannot let faithfulness um, pretty much not inspire our commitment to be faithful. Like we have to let his faithfulness inspire us. Lastly, Make God and other people a priority in our lives. How? We can make a list of our relationships and commitments and then honestly evaluate ourselves on how faithful we have been. Any unfaithful behaviors and practices have to be eliminated from our lives to really and truly grow. And so these are like our tips, our steps. You know, reach out to us, y'all. Let us know how y'all are feeling about this. I know anytime we always talk about God or anything, we always get a huge... (laughs) Like, oh my God, this is so good. So I'm excited to see what people are going to say about faithfulness. Yes, I'm excited too. And don't be afraid to ask us questions and stuff. We're journeying through this just like so many other people. Um, And we're not afraid to talk about it though. It's such a touchy topic with a lot of people. um, And especially a lot of people from our generation who have experienced church hurt. But, you know, people hurt people. And let me just say that people hurt people and sometimes the best people have not represented our great God (laughs) and that's just human nature and I can't put on God what people have done because we know that human nature can be ugly and and worldly and disgusting and I have to set my sights on where he is and not where so many people are of the world so I just hope that y'all are growing in faith and growing in your fruits of the spirit. So we've done patience and now we've done faithfulness. So I hope that y'all have a better understanding of those two. And we'll have another one coming to you next month. Yes. So flip your hair, bow your head, and close your eyes. God, I thank you for making me bougie and ghetto. I thank you for making me so cold that I could rock Jordan or a stiletto. I thank you for my haters, motivators, and duplicators. I thank you for my friends, family, and my enemies. God, I thank you for the way you uniquely made me. We want more money and no problems, more love and no drama. Help us to always remain 10 toes down, and as queens, we can never let anyone take our crown. And in Jesus' name, 